Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode six of the Only Threes podcast. It's me, Kira. I'm here with Jack and Dom. How are you boys today? You're doing good, man. Good, man. Good. Very good. Yeah. It's been a while since we've actually had a sit down together. It's taken us a bit of a hassle to get everyone in one place at the same time. But um, it's great. Thank you to all the listeners who tuned into episode five. It was great to have you guys on there. And it's great to see a lot of people being active on our social media pages. Um, so today's episode, we'll get jumped around to the topics we're going to talk about, updates through the NBA, through the bubble, any happenings outside the bubble. And um, Dom, you want to run us through what we're talking about today? Uh, yeah, I just want to start on like a, a sadder note. I think we have to hold a moment of silence for um, Kira's uh, career as a Bucks fan. Um, I think that's I think that's well over. I think um, when you get beaten four one by the best team in the NBA, it's just all over. And that's all that's all I want to say is I think just a quick moment of silence to recognize Giannis's career in Milwaukee. And yeah, no, see the statement you just put out. Oh, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, requesting a trade. Um, he didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't say, hey, 2021. No, I mean, no, no, I'll show you. He no, said next you. year. He, he, said, said, I, he didn't say anything about... Yeah, he didn't say anything about 2021 onwards. No, no, I'll show you. He goes, um, I'm the, if you think I'm going anywhere else apart from Milwaukee, you're stupid. They just posted it. All right, while you find that, Jack, what were, you, what were your thoughts I'm on the I'm fine right now. I think that he just outclassed them. In attack and offense, just absolutely Definitely. destroyed them. It's just, yeah. they, they had nothing. They had Giannis and Chris Middleton, and everyone else sucked, literally. Yeah, that's a, that's been the problem with Milwaukee. Um, while, but. Yeah, I think I've been saying that since the start of the season. <laughs> to be honest, sure. it's all of look. Our bench is we don't have a bad bench. We have a great team. Like our team can play. Yes, we have so a great true. team. Yeah, oh, true. <laughs> but it depends when they want to play. That's the real thing. Yeah. Like George, you played twenty eight minutes and had two points, bro. Come on, you know what I mean? You're one of the in my opinion, one of the best bench point guards to come off the bench in the league, apart from some other older veterans. Yeah. And you come and have two points. I mean, usually he has the ability to... Sometimes there have been um, points in the season where he's played more minutes than Bledsoe. Which is fair he's able enough. To control, yeah, which he's, he's able to control the game. In, he can control the tempo. He can run the floor. He creates yeah. easy plays. Bledsoe is more of just an ISO sort of point guard. He's, he'll just guard your man and get your points. He's not really that much of a, of a facilitator in that sense. Um... But no, honestly, all credit to the Heat. They've come in, I think, pretty much the biggest underdogs in the top four, top five teams in the East. And they just, uh, like, I've, there's really nothing bad that I can say about the Heat. They literally outclassed the Bucks. Bam Adebayo played phenomenal. Uh, he, like I said, he's my favorite player on the Heat, aside from Jimmy Butler. Um, Tyler Hero had a monster, nearly, nearly swept the Bucks um, in game, game four. But uh, honestly, look, it's, it's curious to see what the Bucks will do next. Look, as I just said, I sent you guys a statement. Yana just put out he's not he doesn't want to leave Milwaukee anytime soon. It's going to be curious to see what um, the front office does want to do with Milwaukee this off season. There are some pretty good potential free agents on the market. Um, but yeah, look, all credit to Miami Heat. And out of Toronto and Boston, I I now I do want the Miami Heat to take any one of those two um, to seven games because if Miami can at least pull this off to get to the finals. Honestly, it's just credit to show that the culture that Spolstra and Pat Riley have in Miami is it's historically proven to be a winning culture. Yeah, that yeah, the culture is just like the, we we're playing essentially three rookies in like solid minutes. So we're playing twenty five plus minutes. Keep in mind, Bam's what three four years into the league now. Third year, yeah. Third year is a third year. Yeah. Come on, man. It's a perfect mix. Um, the thing I love the most about it, like not even being a Heat fan or anything, is just seeing like a fifth seed make it to the conference finals. 
it's like the past few years has been real predictable. It's one versus two. I think I'm pretty mm. sure like every single uh, conference final the past three years has been one versus two. So it's really, really I good to know. see a fifth seed get in there. I don't know if you you could remember, but do you remember back in the 08, 09 um, season when the eight seed Warriors took down the, the number one seed, the We Believe? Um, yeah, the We Believe Warriors. The We Believe yeah. squad? Yeah. Like it's sort of that kind of situation where, look, all I'm going to say is, at the start of the season, I remember Junior saying in an interview with Slam, they're saying, hey, we've got a bunch of dogs down here in Miami and yeah. everyone wants to work. Um, do, do I think D- Jimmy deserves a max next, next um, season if Miami can afford it? Damn right. Damn, uh, because you're tripping. We gave him a max last season. You want us to oh, give him a max every him season? <laughs> we're just going to give him a, we're going to come back and give him a max every season. I thought he didn't have the max. No, 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 no. Because no. I'm, I'm thinking there's no way in my head. He's gonna get a max just right after joining a team. Nah, he got a, he got a max. He got a max four year deal. So he's he's there until twenty twenty. Okay, okay, good, yeah, good. As long as he can keep him, Bam, and Tyler, maybe. Yeah. You know, now Kendrick Nunn's a good trading piece, but it's good to keep him still, just at yeah. that young core group. You have you know just a great a good contender in the East. So the interesting thing about uh, twenty one for us is that uh, Duncan Robinson, and Kendrick Nunn are free agents, unrestricted because they're only on like two year like uh, one million dollar deals. And then I don't Bam, think you guys are getting rid of Duncan Robinson. Yeah, no, Duncan's the most important player on the team. Uh, Bam, if we can offer him an extension this year, but that uh, will go into our cap space for 21. So he will likely go into restricted free agency and we'll just match whatever offer he gets. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys can't afford to lose Bam. Not at all. That's, your, that's, no that's your future. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's your biggest investment for the next however long. Yeah, yeah, um, no. The, the thing I wanted to uh, talk about is that uh, when Giannis joins Miami in 21, who are you going to say? I don't want you as a Heat fan. No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm not coming to, um, to Miami. I had my 2013 bandwagon phase uh, <laughs> when LeBron was there. Yeah. Um, look, as much as I'm a Giannis fan, I don't want to just jump straight on the Miami, even though Miami is going to be a heavy favorite. Yeah. But based on, based on health, I might have to go with... Um, with the Brooklyn Nets, if everyone comes back healthy. Dude, Why don't you just be a lower... Yeah, I know, right? Just, just pick a team and stay with them. You know what? You know, you know, you know what? Jack's been I supporting the Knicks for like 10 years. I've been a Knicks fan for like 10 yeah. years, bro. And, Do you know and what pain ever, I have? And that's, that's a you problem. I don't want to go through that pain. I don't want to go through every draft. Jack's highlight every year is the lottery. Is the draft. And our highlight every year is making fun of him that he doesn't get the number one pick. I don't want to be that person that cops it. Now, to be honest... Uh, look, as much as I'm going to say just because I'm a butthurt Milwaukee fan, if the Bucks need to sort of make a move apart from offer Giannis and Max, which is most likely going to happen. Trade for Chris Paul. Uh, yeah. Trade for Chris Paul. Uh, do I want to see Eric Bledsoe go? No. <laughs> I don't want it because I really like him. Yeah. But um, if anything, there is some players on the bench that I do think need to go. Um, especially someone called Ersan Yelisova. He's, yeah. he's Man, washed he just, up. He looks depressed. He's just a regular season player, to be honest. Uh, I mean, DJ Wilson, he did have his moments in the in the regular season, but mm, didn't do his thing. I, I get it. The why they signed Thanasis is to keep Giannis there, but that's a whole player spot that you could use for someone totally else. And Marvin Williams just retired as well. Yeah. So, uh, look, if the bus can make a play for some picks... Maybe is it going to be enough to keep Giannis to stay? We'll see. Maybe. But um, yeah. need a solid. Uh, run me next personally, year. yeah. My 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 personal opinion, I don't see him leaving next year. Mm. Um, 
but but we'll see what happens. Anything so you can can't happen. trade for him. Like there's no like the only trade I could see is like the Warriors offered like everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone. No. Clay and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna pull off another Anthony Davis to LA trade. Just literally trade their entire bench or whatever they have over to a Mork. And Mork is not that stupid to turn it down. That's yeah. their biggest invest. That's their biggest investment piece for seven years. That's a uh, so um it's a transformational so, yeah. talent. Like that just changes your your franchise's yeah, path look, for the next ten years. Yeah, it's it's a, the current reigning, in my opinion, soon to be back to back MVP. So it's what do you do? It's just more of that credits to Miami. They've been able to pull off. Uh, I think right now the biggest upset for this season so far in terms 100%. of um, 100%. in terms of season. Mm-hmm. Um, can any other team pull another big upset? Mm, maybe Denver, but because of the way Milwaukee was performing throughout the whole season, being the number one seed in the entire yeah. league, it's it's credit to Miami to show that they can really pull it off. To show that you know they um they do belong in the playoffs, not just some team that got it and they're lucky. So. Yeah. Um, there was a couple moves during the week, which uh, I, I, I like the moves, but I loved the uh, commentary from Stephen A. Smith calling uh, Steve Nash to the Nets white privilege mm-hmm. when he's mm-hmm. like the, one of the greatest point guards of all time and he gets offered a job and that's white privilege all of a sudden. Double anyway. MVP. One of the yeah. smartest minds in basketball probably. Literally, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, look, I, I, I get it right now what's going on with... Um, you know, with current social issues in the NBA. And the NBA has done great handling them. But mm. when you say something like that, and it hurts because it comes from someone like Stephen A. Smith, who's probably the most heard-to voice in the media that's respected by players and fans. If you think about it in that way, he's probably the most respected um, journalist. And it's just... It's, I guess, kind of annoying to see someone who's so respected make a statement that doesn't really apply. Maybe if there were a whole bunch of African-American coaches lined up and Steve Nash was the only one there. You could argue, but it's not like the Brooklyn Nets were diving into every single coach, no. So it's not, it's not like they said, we're gonna, we have $10 million. Tyrone, yeah. we're talking to you for, for two seasons, but we're going to give it to Steve Nash instead. It, it didn't really come to that regard. I, like I said, I do understand what's going on at the moment, but a statement like that isn't really, I guess, that correct. And you guys know I'm all for the Black Lives Matter movement, being yeah. a part of it, being someone that's just, who's it's been a really statement. vocal about it. It is, it is a stupid statement. And it's disappointing for it to come from someone like Stephen A. Even you know I was I mean? disappointed because he's been leading the movement in, in the media. He's, yeah, he, he's been leading the movement. He, he will tell you, and like I said, he's the most respected media member, probably by yeah. far, by far. He's done it the longest, well-respected, well-renowned. And it just hurts because you expect great statements from him. Honestly, look, all credit to Steve Nash. Do I reckon he could be a good coach? Maybe. I'm not obviously the great smartest minds in basketball, but the greatest players don't always come with the best coaches. You know what I mean? It's just they see it from a player's perspective. And a lot of the way basketball is played now, it's a lot different than when Steve Nash played. Can he sort of update his game to move the ball around with two, I guess, superstars? Maybe. But um, in terms of what Steve Nash said, I reckon he was just out of line. A bit disrespectful to Steve Nash disregarding the credit that he's done as a yeah, player. 100%, yeah. Probably one of the top five greatest point guards of all time, back-to-back MVP. It's a bit disrespectful. And if anything, I'm just disappointed in Stephen A. Yeah, um, well, there was a couple interesting points that I saw from it. Uh, the Nets GM, he apparently was 100% certain on him the whole time. Like, Nash was the only guy they were going after. There was never any Ty Lue or anything. So, they were certain mm. on him. And 
Nash is tempting Dirk Nowitzki to come out and be his assistant coach, but apparently Dirk is not ready to come back into the full-time game. I will add a point onto that, just as you said that, Dom. Um, I don't know if you guys know Kevin Durant's ancient rich. Um, turns out every off-season, Kevin Durant spends about two weeks every off-season training one-on-one with Steve Nash. When they were in Golden State, he was in the off-season. Yeah. He was there every off-season. And even in OKC too, he was in there. In his, uh, since his MVP season, he's been there. Yeah. Like, um, so they do have a relationship. And who Kevin Durant is obviously, when healthy, in my opinion, the best player in the NBA. Um, and he'll be the best player in that book in that team. So to have, I guess, that sort of relationship where you do have a coach that does know where you come from as a player, not all coaches do understand that. They just get starstruck, whoa, I'm coaching, you know, a, yeah. a future Hall of Famer. It's but for someone who actually understands it, yeah. And it's not even a friend. It's someone who, you know, he's been in that position before. He is an MVP. Yeah. He, is a, he is a Hall of Famer. He is. So I reckon it'll work. Um, am I saying it's going to be immediate success? Probably not because they're going to have to work into it. But it's going to be great to see how Brooklyn turns out. Yeah. Um, the thing about it for me is, like, it's just, it's just managing him. Like, Kevin, Kevin Durant, all respect to him, is probably, like, the softest <laughs> superstar in the history oh, of the NBA. So, Can like, you just, imagine if he went to the Knicks? Then they were outside the playoffs, man. Imagine the burner accounts. They would have been going off. Katie oh, the Goat's replying. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Katie the Goat. <laughs> yeah. It was... <laughs> Kevin Durant fan page. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's crack up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other uh, coaching move that was pretty shocking today when I saw it was that Billy Donovan and the Thunder. Yeah. He, he was a free agent uh, this year and they just decided not to agree on a new contract. Donovan will be leaving. Donovan's the interesting, like, interesting coach. He, he was in Coach of the Year conversations this year. Um, he, had, he had a terrible couple of years leading up to it, but he had a good year this year. I just don't know if there's going to be like that much super interest in him, to be honest. Do you reckon he could go to Chicago possibly? Yeah, I, I like he's he's worked with the young teams. Like he was there that's, at that's the start of the Westbrook Durant. Yeah, so yeah, I was about to say. Obviously, the big Harden dilemma. Obviously, look, it turned out to be good for him. But I'm he didn't make that decision. Have... But at the end of the day, apparently, oh, he was gone um, by um, what's his name? What's the GM? Sam Presti. Of uh, yeah, Sam Presti. That you could. I don't like him. So apparently, um, <laughs> Billy Donovan mm-hmm. is signing with Philly as an assistant. That's the oh, as assistant, assistant coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah wow. I, I think Ty Lue's going to get assistant, there. But just on the board. Reckon, I, yeah, I was about to say, do you reckon Ty Lue's going to go? I, I think Ty Lue's almost pretty much like done. They're just waiting on official confirmation on that for head coach. But yeah, assistant coach, I don't know about that. He's been a head coach for almost 15 years now with Florida mm. for uh, five yeah, years and then 10 years with OKC. It's I think... Um, uh, look, to us, I, I want to see who else. So, because uh, let's be honest, I don't think Greg Popovich is going to be having uh, a lot more seasons to go as much as everyone wants him to. I think, um, yeah, I don't think no, no, I'm not saying leading, but I think I reckon he might be stepping down soon as it may be to an assistant, but as a head coach, he, I was gonna say, what on decision. earth does that have to do with no, Billy no. Donovan signing no, 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 for the Sixers just wait, just wait, just wait. as an assistant? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Let's say, put it put in hypothetical sort of terms. Yeah. If he steps down and he um, becomes, let's say, an assistant or whatever in, um, in San Antonio, that means potentially if Brett Brown went to San Antonio, Billy Donovan entirely moves all the way to Philadelphia, to the East Coast. Does that mean? That um, 
you could see an emergence of another player coach in Tim Duncan moving up from the San Antonio's assistant bench to a head coach, or you don't reckon he would have it in him? I think the the, the girl on the assistant coaching. Oh, oh like the the Becky. You reckon that that young Becky? Something I don't know her name. Yeah, I think yeah, the, she's, the, she's, Duncan's only been a coach for like a year, so I think she's. I think she. But but did you see there was a there was a big drama about it where I think Pop wanted to cut. Uh, he's one stop coaching the game, and then immediately sent Tim Duncan straight ahead. And there was a lot of controversy about that because um, he should have picked Becky to go with instead. Obviously, maybe it's just a bit of favor. He's just trying to have fun with it. We know who yeah. Pop is, but um, I mean, it'd be it'd be great to see. I guess this sort of trend with a lot of play coaches starting to come up. I feel like it would add a whole new whole new aspect of the game. We already see it in Steve Kerr, but um, it'd be great to see it. Doc Rivers too. Most of the coaches are great. players. It's just they sucked. <laughs> they yeah, hundred percent. Oh, look, don't get me wrong. Steve Kerr, good role player at the end of the day, but I mean, to see someone of, let's say, Steve Nash or Tim Duncan sort of magnitude mm, as a player, yeah, yeah. it'd be great to see, is there maybe that championship pedigree or MVP pedigree that they could, um, they could bring? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, ain't say, I, thought, I thought Jack was going to say something. You just went, you know, quiet. Huh? I think he's sleeping. No, not interested in it today. Uh, <laughs> um, let's talk about the other playoff series. So the Lakers beat the Rockets today. Rockets lead every single half. Every single half time, they're up and then they manage to choke it. Do, do you think it's the center? Them not having a center? Or no, just no, 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 no. So it's no, one I or the other. I yeah. think they're shooting. They're center-wise. In game one, oh, my Lord. Mm. Game one. Um, Yeah, sorry, Jack just like died for a couple seconds in Kira's internet. <laughs> Shit it. So, uh, yeah, so we're talking about the Rockets. Uh, what do you think the problem is? The center or them not having a center or their shooting wise? Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's a shooting. I feel like people are giving TJ Tucker too much, too much criticism or scrutiny before they even saw him play in, um, in, uh, in, game, in game one. Even then, he, w- he went up against Stephen Adams for seven games. Yeah, man. Oh, come He's on. Stephen Adams is not. Steven Adams is not a small is not a small player. He's a lot, and a lot of players will say he's he's really hard on his screens too. Yeah. But PJ Tucker is, in my opinion, one of the the best, I guess, big men defenders in the league, especially being Absolutely. so undersized, being what, six five. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're the same height as your shooting guard and you're still being able to defend <laughs> players at this tremendous <laughs> level, like I mean, honestly, he should he should be. Um, do I think he was sort of snubbed on all defensive teams? Maybe? Absolutely. Um, because he should, he should he should have been up there. I'm not saying anyone who on there wasn't deserving of it, but I do I do think he should have been up there. Yeah. Uh, because all year he's had to go against all these bigs, and it's it's taxing. You probably have 100%. he probably has the toughest defensive role because he's so undersized. 100%. Um, and shutting down someone as as versatile as Anthony Davis does take a while out of you, and then to go back and hit those corner threes as well, it's just tiring, and it's really tiring. But I think. Even we saw it in towards the end of the OKC series, they just lost it in shooting, especially James Harden. They're getting shut down by a rookie. Don't know when to stop. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, look, they have a lot of guys that could shoot threes, but they need to start making them. Yeah, 100%. Apart from that, these dead possessions are just going to go turn into turnovers. And you can't turn it over against someone like LeBron. He's going to take that. He's, he's smart enough to know exactly how to control the game. He's a point forward. And, you know, you, you'd be dumb to lose... Um, to lose a ball against this Lakers team because they're full of veterans and they know how to move the ball. Yeah. Jack, I know you love this series. I just love watching Houston. The thing with Houston, though, is when they're hot, like, you can't beat them. Like, they're just oh, going to outscore you 100%. They could play the worst defense ever, but they'll just outscore you when they're hot. Like, every single person on our team is shooting freeze. And when, <laughs> when they can actually hit them, like, I don't think you can stop them, but 
you got LeBron and AD on the other team. Yeah, yeah, they'll just outscore you. It's like it's like two times the offense, zero yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just LeBron and AD will outscore you themselves, and then don't forget they've got a whole bench ready to go as well. Oh shit. no! Don't whip out JR Smith on me. Oh, oh no! Don't, don't, don't Tucker. Oh no! Markeith Morris don't is gonna me. shoot two threes. Oh no! Quinn Cook. Don't make, don't make <laughs> me get out the Henry God. Henry God JR. I want JR to get some minutes there. He whack. Um, the other series going on in not in Los Angeles, but in, you know it relates to a Los Angeles oh. team, the Clippers and the Nuggets. I wish I was in Los Angeles. Um, Nuggets, same thing as Rockets. Like I think that they're a bit more defensively versatile. I think Gary Harris back being back's huge for them. Like so yeah. so huge for them. If they had Will Barden, because then you can have Barden and, and Harris on. Uh, yeah. Back or- yeah, I just don't think I don't think they're gonna have enough. I think it'll just be two more for Clippers and it'll be all over. Please tell me you saw Michael Porter Jr. Oh, that was him, man. I hope Montrez Dang. is Catholic after that. Oh. He got baptized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was insane. Uh, no. I was, oh, man, I was so happy. I was like, yes, he's been playing terrible, but yes. That was it. Yes. But uh, no, to be honest, it's, um, you know he's actually playing really well, Zubats, the center for the, um, for the yeah. LA Clippers. He's okay. actually been doing a really, really good job against uh, Jokic because Jokic is so... Oh, he'd be a pain in the ass to verse. He's a nightmare for besides you. Besides last man. game. Besides, oh, besides last game, game obviously. Jokic cooked him. Like, oh, no, but... <laughs> He's taking crunch time minutes too. off uh, Harrell as well. Yeah, because he's a good defender. Yeah, yeah, for someone who isn't considered... For someone who isn't considered a, a you know, perennial player, or perennial big man at least, no. uh, to go up against probably one of the best centers in the game right now, it's just it's good to see that there are some players who just need the opportunity just to at least step up and play the game. Yeah. Um, that did you guys see that block though by Kawhi? Oh, his finger. Finger. His finger. Oh, I'm just like, damn. Like if, like thinking about like if it, if it gets jarred. I wonder what he's been doing with those fingers to make them so strong. <laughs> probably <laughs> flicking the probably flicking the pages of the Bible. Anyways, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so um. So I think Denver has the chance. I'm not saying I'm not writing off LA. I'm not at all. They're pro- they're my favorites to win the whole thing. Yeah. But um, the LA Clippers. But I think Denver can give them a problem. I really do. Nah, I don't think so. I, I really just don't. like Denver. I think Denver just they have a very fun team to watch and they play. That's it. Well. Yeah, it's like the Mavs. Just a fun young yeah, team exactly. that spreads the ball. We can all agree the most entertaining player out of both those teams right now is Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Dude, that's it, bro. He's just a shit stirrer, man. He talks so about? much, bro. <laughs> I hate every, Patrick. He's cool. I don't mind was, him. If he was on my team, I would love oh, him. I love him. I'm being love serious. Him. But I hate oh, I, him. I, 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 to be honest, I'd love to have him on the box. I'm not going to lie to you. Having him oh, off the bench, yeah. right, after, right after Bledsoe comes off, we have another point guard defender. Send him. I'd be <laughs> over the Would moon. you trade Bledsoe for Bev? No. Because I was talking to Jack today, and I said, look, yeah. this is what's going to happen. Oh. I think the Bucks will trade uh, Bledsoe, DiVincenzo, and maybe Lopez for Chris Paul just to make the money. Uh, no. And then I, send I Bledsoe to the Clippers because they need no. another playmaking guard, and he's a great they would Look, Bledsoe would fit so well on the Clippers, just Perfectly, saying. Even yeah. He's going to be returning, but he'd fit so well on the Clippers. But I do not want to see Brook Lopez leave. 
Mm. Or then what is like, uh, I don't know, throwing like Ilias over and a couple bench pieces. Throwing, throwing Ilias over, maybe DJ Wilson. Sterling I'm saying, Brown, yeah. I know this is, I know the Bucks fans don't want to hear this. I know Giannis fans in particular don't want to hear this, but we need to get rid of Thanasis because he's not doing anything. He's just a waste of a roster garbage, spot. Yeah, what you go, what's your problem with Thanasis, man? He's trash. I don't want to You have Ersan Ilias over on like 10 mil a year and you're blaming your Ersan problems Ersan on... Ilias Sova is a vegetable. <laughs> you play for a yeah, hell yeah. No, even though he's fucked, oh, yeah. he's so good. <laughs> Bro, yeah. when he plays, he averages like eight points, I think, when he actually gets minutes. Yeah, see, Frank Mason's the, the answer to everyone's problems. Kira's just like started to walk through his house in the middle of the podcast. So, um, no reception. <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep talking. Uh, then the next one is the Raptors and the Celtics. Um, I'm scared if we get the Celtics, to be honest, in the next round, which looks very yeah. likely. They killed them. They killed them so bad in that uh, game five. So, what, what have you been thinking about the series? Bro, the two-headed monster of Jalen and oh. Tatum on the wings? Bro, that is going to be crazy in the next couple of years. It's like mini PG and Kawhi. Honestly, that's what it is. It's young PG and Kawhi, but they have better players around them to build. Mm. With Kemba and Marcus Smart. That's the thing they've been building with them for have... so long. Exactly. And they have the 14th pick this year. Oh. Oh my god, oh, man. man! Hey, when and we they... do a when we do our trade uh, mock trades eventually, I got a yeah. lot of trades that uh, go with that those picks. Like maybe get a Jared Allen in town, get a proper center or something like that. I think Robert Williams has potential to develop into something. Yeah, like I, I like him as a rotational pick. Even Tice has been playing really good. Yeah, Tice has been good because he can actually stretch the floor as well. When he he wants. can stretch it. He's a like He's decent a defender for a Euro big, which yeah. doesn't he exist. Like score ten points usually. <laughs> You know, I'm really disappointed with Pascal Siakam. Wow, yeah, he sucks. Serious. What has happened? Shaq called and said that he's not a star. He's just yeah. good quarterback of a star. I mean, it's just he just hasn't performed at all this series. Like they've just shut him down. He's yeah, shooting well, it's, it's if Tatum if Tatum's on him, he's down, and then Tatum switches on him. Even Jalen Brown can mark him. He just does the same thing every time. Goes into the post. Spins one way, fakes the other way, puts it up and hopes for the best. Yeah, it's just terrible offensive, honestly. He just has nothing going for him. Freddie's been doing well. Freddie's going to earn himself a nice bag. Yeah, he's going to get 20 Fred Van Fleet. Ah, now you want to join us. Ah. Fred Van Fleet. Home brand (laughs) (laughs) Every barber in Western Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) I've just seen those memes. When it's like um, Drake's gonna play to his son the 20, 2019 yeah. um, NBA season and tell his kids he was Fred Van Fleet. That's I yeah, look. I'm not gonna lie. I think Boston's gonna be probably the, the hardest matchup for Miami they've had so far because as versatile as Miami is, so is Boston. That's very true. They have players that can switch everything. Like, I, I think, mean everything. I think Miami is a better defensive team by a long shot, though. Oh, yeah, look, obviously, yeah, all t- collectively, then, yeah, yeah. We we're probably better but, offensively of, and defensively because we got we just uh, spread it and shoot. So, we like, they're, yeah, they're, they have, like, holes, you know, like... I feel like, like, I feel like you, offensively, you guys are so... In terms of star power, I can't really pick an exact team because they're so... True. They're so cool. But I just reckon as much as um, the attention is going to be on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, it's really up to the rest of... Um, the supporting cast. The rest of the rest of the supporting cast. I just reckon the biggest weak link, in terms of the compa- the matchup between Miami and Boston, probably at the center position in terms 100%. of Tice. 
I don't think he has it in him to guard someone like a Bam. I do reckon mate, does the implement of Parker for maybe just popping him inside to harass Bam from getting to the rim because he's so strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, does that create a bit of hassle? Maybe, but he can. He's a passing big. He can send that right out to it, one yeah. of the shooters. He's too fast. Like he'll just bring him he's, out to the mid range and get. He's, he's a point. He's another point center. He's a yeah. maybe more athletic sort of sort of to Jokic where he's a little athletic but can make plays in that situation. Yeah. But I, I do I do reckon that's going to be the biggest weak thing for them. I reckon Bam. He has the potential to have a great monster series. Yeah, yeah, I, think I can really take over. Hey, speaking of Bam, how the hell did he not get most improved? Every single analyst that voted uh, Brandon Ingram, come here. I'm slapping every single that, one. Good, good, on him, good on him for making second team more defensive, though. I, yeah. I didn't think Where he was, was Brandon Ingram's ass? Out of here, uh, man. I know. I didn't think he was going to get it. Second team more defensive. I thought he, I think it was between him or Butler. I think. Um, I thought Jimmy was going to get it, to be honest. Yeah, I was expecting Jimmy. But Bam's been marking the bigs um, all season. That's why he can mark one through five. I think that's what got him over the line. Over yeah, but at the same time, Jimmy usually has a toughest assignment every night. He's guarding the Hardens. He's guarding the 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 Lebrons. He's guarding the Giannis's. He guards everyone. Hell no, Bam's oh, guarding the Giannis's. I know, but I'm saying like Jimmy can guard literally anyone he wants to. It's not like he's just a scrub. Mm. Put him on a center. I guarantee he's not going to make it easy. I guarantee you that. You know what I mean? But Bam, um, no, nah, Bam got absolutely robbed for most improved player. Brandon Ingram didn't even make the playoffs. He's buddy in Cancun vacationing. Like, get out of here, man. Where's Bam? He's in the conference finals. It's bullshit. Absolute. I call bullshit. Six men of the year, I wanted it to go to Dennis Schroeder. I secretly hoped it went to Dennis as well. But, yeah, straight um, up. I think, I think, but look, Montrose Harrell, but yeah, I was about to say, well deserved. Rookie of the year, well deserved. I want. I was so happy. If we're gonna be Zion, I don't know what I'd do. Who's the one I'm, fucking analyst that put Zion? Zion, <laughs> what a dud. I know. I bet you it was Skip Bayless. I know it was Skip Bayless. Yeah. 100%. I know. Colin Cowherd or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, it was one of those two. But Ajar, well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. I think that was all three of us. Our pick. I think that was all three of us to pick to get um. Yeah. The rookie of the year. I think we all picked Giannis to get defensive player of the year as well. Or did one of you pick AD? No. No, I, I think I might have said AD. For, mo- for yeah. most improved, I would have said Bam. I think we all would have said Bam. Unless you. Oh uh, yeah, Bam. No, no, Bam. Bam. Yeah. no, 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 Bam. Um, Luca, nah, he didn't deserve. I reckon it should have been an MVP conversation. Mm. Um, at least maybe have a four man race for once rather than. But the thing is, from rookie three. to sophomore, you're expected to improve anyway. So I think I think a rookie going into sophomore should never get most improved. Yeah, I know that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I mean. Look at uh, for the players. There's instances where it's like crazy improvement where you can't deny it. Yeah, like, but he, he was crazy in his first... rookie season. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Just... So, but you could argue so was Donovan Mitchell, so was Ben Simmons. You exactly. can do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah, so, true. so it works either way. I mean, all the players that have won most improved, it's there's only been selected that have actually gone even better than that. Jimmy Butler, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, so on and so forth. Yeah. But um, I reckon Bam, he got snubbed terribly. I mean, these uh, awards, I don't know who, me, which media um, representatives they're picking, but they yeah. suck. The only shining light for the awards for me was that Kendrick Nunn got second because he got the most actual second votes, which I was very yeah, happy yeah. with. Zion finishing yeah, third yeah, no. put a smile on my face. Look, I, I didn't, he didn't play enough to win. If he was going to win, that, I, I would have been so mad. I would have been so mad. He didn't, I didn't even think he played enough to be eligible for voting. He played what, 23 games. At the games. same time, it's a... At the same time, you got to realize a lot of these awards are a popularity contest too. 
Yeah. Like no Brendan way. Ingram, the, the way that the way the narrative was set up, he gets sent away, does his thing, gets uh, has a yeah, yeah, I, See, I agree with that. It's like a big left feedback to the Lakers organization. You know what I mean? It's that's why I, I know I want to say Giannis is going to win MVP, but why do I feel like LeBron might take it? Because the way this no, no way, is spread no out. way, it's no it's, year, way. It's, year, it's year seven. I know it's Giannis, but this is the argument that I've heard from a lot of other interviews and podcasts. They'll say, um, you, you know, can't base 17. it off a narrative. You're not Ramon. That's Sheldon. what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because all these people and these LeBron fanboys, because there's a lot of them now. There's a mm-hmm. lot of these little LeBron fanboys. LeBron dick riders, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, hundreds. There's a millions. They'll say, yeah, there's LeBron. There's one right here. This. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron the goat. <laughs> that, um, I, I believe that too. But in terms of... That is, he's in he's conversation. Not he's deserving of it, but he's not MVP. I'm he's sorry. not. You honest, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you had Anthony Davis. Give me... Give any team Anthony Davis and I'll go to the playoffs. 100%, you know I mean? yeah. Uh, I don't you think the take Knicks a playoff with Davis. Yeah. Oh no, the Knicks is different. That's that's a right <laughs> off and a half. Or Charlotte, <laughs> probably. Charlotte, another right off. Yeah, no, Devonte Graham and, and AD in the pick and roll. The country. greatest pick and roll ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, someone did a like because all the voters like they make articles on all their voting stuff, mm. and someone tallied it, and Giannis got like seventy percent of the votes already. So like, it's yeah. he's as it more. should. Yeah, like as, uh, like I said, people are still voting for LeBron, but. Yeah, look, there's going to be people like Ryan Collins. He's going to vote. Um, we all know LaShannon Sharp is going to vote for LeBron. That's easy. <laughs> Depends um, if he gets a vote, though, because like only like a, a couple hundred people get uh, voting. I think if you openly state your vote, you don't get to vote. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, but half yeah. of these, I, I know, I know, I know. The first take, I know Max and Stephen. They actually confirmed voters. I know that. So that's they can't. Point. They can't. Um, they have to submit their vote first. They have to submit it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I know Chris Broussard. He's another one of them. He's a voter. But, um, yeah, he's a voter. Okay. He's a voter. Um, that's bullshit. Like they're not NBA analysts. They're sports analysts. I feel like you know, everyone. It's it's, it's it's messed up how they. Yeah, Chris, Broussard, Chris Broussard's an NBA analyst. I'll give him that. But like Stephen A. and like Max Kellerman and shit. Like they're sports analysts. No, Steve. I know, I know, but I know Stephen A. originally did stem from an NBA analysis, which I do give him credit okay. for. Yeah. But um, it but should Max be like Kellerman, Zach Lowe, Max Kellerman started out. Max Max Kellerman started out in boxing, bro. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Woj, def, uh, he's I know he's a voter. That's that's what I mean. Like, it should be those people, uh, and the people that strictly follow. Doris, yeah, yeah. Doris Burke, Woj. Well, yeah, like, the commentators and shit. Yeah. yeah Kevin Harlan, that, like, like all the the TNT it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was David Aldridge one time. He accidentally let it slip out. Where he said, "Um, a lot of these um these media members are getting votes when they don't even deserve it." hundred oh, percent, yeah, hey. and, and it's true. You know what I mean? But it's um, it's I feel like some of the times it's not right. I mean, you could give the the MVP um to LeBron every single year, just because it's a popularity contest and people would dick ride him. Imagine if it was a fan vote, no. fucking Alex Caruso. Oh, <laughs> Alex Caruso breaking the team off. Every no, race. it's gonna be no. Boban's gonna win it every year. A two-man race. Would Boban and Taco Fall every single. <laughs> Hell no! First team All NBA: Taco, Boban, <laughs> Alex Caruso, J.R. Smith. You know it. No, I reckon it would be a, a point guard. Who's the most loved point guard? I think it's Derrick Rose. Caruso would get it. Just no, no. For the memes, Caruso would get it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. True, true, true. Caruso. Hey, uh, J.R. Henny guy, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Um, Lance Stevenson, if he was still in the league. Oh, China Lance. China, China Lance. No, China Clay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It's gonna be Boban. It's gonna be Taco. And I, I don't know who the I don't know who the three spots gonna to go to. Probably LeBron still. LeBron, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's gonna go to Bronny. It's gonna it's gonna go to Bronny. Bronny's gonna go to. Um, so that's uh, that's all that's all the time we have for. Uh, nice nice note to end on. Um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. At only three. To podcast. You would want to end on it. You would end on that. You would end thank on you guys it. For, thank you guys for tuning in to episode six. Be safe. Check out yeah. our Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> See. You.